Gettier Hardcore Radio playing hardcore, punk, metal and all other adjacent genres. It pretty cool I guess now let's get to moshing. What's up, Chris? What what's going on? Hey, howdy, Trevor. How's how are you doing over there? You just saw me at the beach, you know, just kicking back and relaxing. Yeah, just 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 hanging out, just hanging out. And where 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 is this beach? Um, you know, I am on a <laughs> dying fetus utopia off the coast of a. Uh, Stonk Islands over here. So, so this is what this is what up. Uh, this is what uh, pl- Planned Parenthood is is uh, is really is really putting their money into their own their own private island their own private island. Um, so, if you get enough abortions, you can um, you can go you can earn a ticket to to go to this island. That's right, and um, I'm actually attending the uh, the fire festival later. So. Oh shit! This is the fu- this is the this is Firefest twenty twenty one. That's right, baby. <laughs> oh, I'm, Yo, I'm, we, we need to have our own Firefest. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what? What do you mean by our own Firefest? We need to absurdly create like a setting where, like, like in I don't know. Like, do you remember that one fest? Uh, like Pemberton. Do you remember hearing about that? Ooh, uh, Pemberton. So, like, it was in uh, Vancouver. Well, I think it's, like, north of Vancouver. They, like, had this, like, weekend-long fest out there in, like, the Pemberton Mountains. And it was just, like, beautiful. Didn't you go to something like that? I did go to something like that. And I de- and I, that's when it started the transition of normiehood for me. Yeah, like, wasn't that, like, a few years ago? Yeah, and then they, like... They stopped after like I think a couple years because they were like we're losing like millions. Who the fuck did you go see out there? Pearl Jam. And oh, that's kind of sick. If I did, if I liked Pearl Jam at all. Yeah. Um. It was just like a bunch of I don't know, kind of like randoms like SZA before she blew up. Like I saw her, so that was sick. But that's still fucking. That's still cool. Um, anyways, you're listening yeah. to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. Um, we play modern hardcore hits of today. Um, we play new. We play new hardcore punk, 
uh, metal and adjacent bands all kind of revolve around the hardcore and punk scene. Something it's all interconnected. It's all usually relevant releases. We don't subscribe to any nostalgia. We, uh, we try to keep it as fresh as possible. We try to talk about what we, uh, what we're playing and, and try to try to give it as much of our input as possible for what it's worth. Um, first for a couple random, um, dudes, uh, on the internet that, uh, had a college radio show. Now they have an internet radio. Sh- now we have an internet radio show and, uh, kind of a podcast. And we also, um, every week we talk to people. Um, we're talking to Brad from, uh, the band Sweet Soul this week. Uh, their, uh, their record is out on, uh, now on, uh, Numerality Zine. Um, uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit, uh, later in the show. Um, first off, um, you know, we talk about what we, what we play, what we played. We played, uh, new music from Be All End All, um, Parallel, Parallels, um, off of Triple B Records. Uh, so the pat the last, uh, Be All End All, pretty good. I know a lot of people talked about it, but, but this one seems to, to really hit, hit um, hit for me. Like it, it really, Really fucking hits. I love. I obviously love like um, bands that have a lot of like kind of fast parts that go into like uh, more kind of like aggressive two steppy um, type hardcore, kind of like uh, some of the early minus material, and so, and some of that kind of reminds me a little bit of that kind of remind uh, harkens back to that. Even in if people think that's not that's too modern. Just remember, most of that minus stuff came out almost a decade ago. So <laughs> you, we're all getting older. So let's not let, let's not uh, just because I'm doing a, a reference from a 2010s band. Don't get your don't you know put your arms don't go all up in arms over over some bullshit. But um, it's very fucking uh good from what I've heard so far. Um. It just it just came out like I don't I don't know like within the last week or so I the the new record right yeah oh yeah dude I I had a chance to peep it definitely it, uh, definitely unique I hate so I hate this I so I'm so I'm like I'm doing I'm, I try to I try to do my due diligence in my research and it says on here that this released in fucking the the band camp said it released in November. I'm like, that's not correct. I'm like, don't fuck with me with those numbers because that that really fucks with my infor- with my information gathering. Um, because I like to present them at least the most the the best type of information as I can. As a lot of pu- information for punk and hardcore is just like you got you have to like kind of like gather from different corners to get your information or you really have to have someone in your pocket to give you all the right information for hardcore. So if you're just uh, a dude on the internet as, as, uh, as you and me are, um, it really throws you off mm-hmm. when, when the information is like um, a little, con- a little confusing, but uh, check out the new uh, be all end all it's titled packed music. Um, we played pair. Like I said, we played parallels. Um, we're gonna play some more music in just a bit, but let's uh, 
let's go let's go down some of the notes any note any notes uh do you got any notes this week you said you were gonna uh, get some notes that last week but oh i mean i won't, I, blame, I, just got, like, I won't blame you if you didn't i was gonna say i got a couple but i know i don't know how significant they will be um like fucking shoot uh, let's if there is significant we'll blow through these points obituary live stream covering power trip oh very very sick um that'll tie in that ties in to actually that ties into one of my points um it was cool they actually had three members of power trip playing with the vocalist and drummer of obituary sick so you you watched you watched the whole thing for that yeah it was cool i i can link you um and then the other thing was you remember um they're reissuing the split the dead heat mind force split that was put out a few years ago they're reissuing that on triple b so that's gonna be cool that'll be cool i i that that one was before i really like um sank my teeth into uh to mind force um excalibur really hit home for me for that release so Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to re-listen because i was like when i like i said we we listen to a lot of stuff every week on this show. So sometimes I try my best to really get some, get some real listening time in on some releases. And uh, sometimes the splits specifically splits don't hit me the same way because I'm like, all right, I want to listen to a couple songs of this. Then I need to get into this album, this album. Mm-hmm. So, so it'll be, it'll be nice to revisit uh mind force um from kind of their humble beginnings uh knowing uh what a what we all know now with just their really um quality um metallic take on new york hardcore which Do, did you know superior. that excalibur is on its fifth pressing i'm not i'm not surprised it's i would say in in recent memory it's one of my favorite triple b releases in the last few years um, oh yeah new york hardcore still fucks man like like i feel like it's still it's still like a huge go-to because you have a built-in you have a built-in scene uh, a lot of people all around the country respect that respect that hardcore that that scene of hardcore because i feel like it's the best like i don't know it's it's one of the easiest um locations and easiest um scenes i can po- point to for beginner hardcore um fans you know what i mean yeah like for as far as like 80s and 90s it's it's harder to crop to to um you know make those lines and connections to some other punk bands but like i feel like the groove that new that new york hardcore provides is unparalleled like it's 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 it, it makes it it makes it more accessible to know like this is hardcore. Also, it doesn't mean the other stuff isn't hardcore. It's just, I feel like it's an easy, like the dynamics involved in writing New York hardcore really help um, provide at least some sort of schematic, um, some sort of, some sort of, some sort of map to what, uh, to, to how some hardcore, uh, how a lot of hardcore bands operate, even though there's in, and to provide just a, just a kind of a unique perspective of, how like you can't really it it shows you you can't really say that hardcore can b 
be this or that. It could be a lot when it could be a lot of things when there's so many different fucking sounds coming out of New York. It's it's so it's much more diverse than I would say like Northwest hardcore, where in my just in my opinion, because like there's a lot of good bands, but like the sounds if they're if they're adopting different sounds, they're a lot of the times they're adopting them from different areas and different scenes and kind of almost importing them and doing their own take. Just kind of like, in my opinion, just like how ill intent has, um, has a, has a, uh, specific East coast influence, um, power. I feel like had some stuff that was more, uh, down the coast influenced at times. Um, and that's just my opinion. You can you can argue with me, cite some facts, you know, fact check Snopes me. You know, I'm I'm more than welcome to to debate people on this because there could be some things I'm wrong. And like like I said, it's not always easy to to know what ha- to have all the information when it comes to hardcore because it's not all easily provided. So so sometimes you have to speculate and. A lot of the time, most of the people you're listening to are fucking speculating, and your and your your foundation of facts are are based on speculations. I and and you just confidently spout speculations of I think this or this was this, and I'm just like it. It is what it is. So I wanted to. I so going on the power trip um thing. I wanted to play so. So there, there's been a thing going around the internet of, uh, of basically like a mall metal style person, um, doing a real, a real, cr- like a real, like cringe take that's pro, that's more like suited for one of the, the, uh, what is it? I love skulls and tattoos group on, on Facebook. I don't know if you ever, uh, were on that before, uh, before you left Facebook, no, but dang, I showed up. It, it's it's a uh, so so. There's a there's a there's kind of a it kind of ties in with the uh, it kind of tie it kind of ties in with the whole like power trip stuff because I feel like this is nothing new, but I feel like for in this kind of modern age of millennials, Gen Z, zillennials, what a like, I feel like most of us, uh, you know, maybe under the i'm getting up there and i'm like probably i'm in the senior part of this of this sect but like the people under the age of like 30s anywhere anywhere under 35 30s or 36 um are are pretty aware of how like hardcore and metal has operated in the last 20 years and i feel like there are people above that age that aren't because they went to one they used to go to shows prior before maybe going to but or they went they went to it they used to go to a couple shows when they were younger they're trying to get in touch with their younger self or whatever and they're in the and they they and they try to show tell kids how it is let's just uh let's just play let's we'll play the clip real quick my generation had mosh pits your generation has safe spaces. We're not the same. Okay, so <laughs> that's my mom. If you're on, you know, any social media, I'm sure this has been 
over. It's 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 someone with a fucking you got the scroll cross bones shit that you could you could get at Spencer's uh, Hot Topic, whatever. Pretty much most like throughout the early two thousand, like late maybe late nineties. I was I know I'm old, but I'm not old enough to remember. I wasn't like paying attention to a lot of alt culture when I was like nine years old. I was I was uh you know I was just watching Dragon Ball. But um, so I wasn't like paying attention to I was really wasn't into music up until I was like closer to like 13. So I so to be so so to be fair like I my my references for most alternative music isn't past like 2002 2003. Um so I mean before that but like it's it's a lot of mid like really bad mid 2000s cosplay with the with the pink hair and the and the double belt and stuff like that. And here's the thing. I don't care if you went if you went like that and you are just like a chill person going to fucking have a good time, that's fine. But like we've talked about it in a couple other episodes like just the the sad relentless shaming of of older people to younger people on the internet because they are getting older is fucking sad it's i'm just like what like the whole thing about younger people is like when you're younger you're growing up you've had to you've literally had to fucking uh, like answer to older authority your whole fucking life up until then so sometimes you want to have your own thing, your own culture, and sometimes you are gonna make fun of people older than you trying to, trying to get into that because because it's kind of it's kind of annoying because you want to have your own fucking thing, like it's not it's that's just how youth is. It's not like nothing about that is fucking new, and then when you've done it for so long, and then or or you've been like. You know, you abandon that. You go to the grind, and then you see, and then you uh, you come back. Like probably a lot of people during the pandemic have, you know, had. We've seen it all over the internet of people trying to reminisce on uh, on emo again, a a second or third, like a more of like a post hardcore, like hot topic revival type type thing that's been going on with a lot of people um over the age of 25 um onto even some to early 40s um people people doing that and it's it, it's fucking sad but like my my thing about these specific metal folk that might have been like to metal shows or went to the or was like uh, there were there were folks around the college radio station that were a lot like this. Like, they they used to think that they were really fucking something because they were they knew they were friends with the local band in town, and they would help with the pre-sales and they would call themselves the promoter or their manager. They're not getting fucking paid for it. They're fucking living with their fucking mom or whatever. But they like they take real pride in, in this, which is, it's cool to be like hanging out with bands. Like that's fine. Support bands and shit. But like, 
when you start thinking you're fucking cool for for like you're fucking like being friends with the local mushroom head cosplay band like that's that's too much it's too much i'm uh and it's just like these are the type of people kind of relating back to the power trip take of we're talking about power trip like power trip did did some stuff in the 2010s to like they're the late them code orange are the latest wave of like of crossover where we have a lot of people who are in that metal scene more in the particular metal scene of seeing a lot of more popular like lamb of god type bands and they they see things that they have never experienced because they were not either a part of that scene or they think it's they think it's something new even though like most like like developed hardcore dancing has been around for 30 years and like they just it just wasn't a part of that so they think it's a so they somehow think it's a young kid thing and they're they get mad about young kids um you know getting like moshing on them you know hardcore dancing stage diving stuff like that and they tend to get they tend to get uh like i've seen i've seen it every time like power trip nails whatever it's they they get upset because they got moshed on and they get their fucking they get their fucking big tribal tatted friend with a backwards uh fucking uh snap back and his fucking metal militia shirt to try to start some shit and his his whole ass gets laid out in the fucking outside the goddamn venue and here's the thing i hate talking about this shit because i want to go to a show i don't do shit i want to go and show and fucking chill dude i want to go back to shows i miss shows but i want to go and chill and this is some stuff that's just fucking stupid i could i could definitely see people in this age range going back to a show because they because it's it's one of those things they it was always in front of them but they just didn't go because it they 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 didn't they don't know what they got till it's gone and i feel like there'll be some people trying to relive the glory the glory days at the fucking you know like i said like the fucking mushroom the mushroom head or the motor grater or fucking um any other fucking horror or the fucking five finger death punch pit they're they're trying to they're trying to relive the cold chamber days and it's it's not it's just not gonna go well for them if it's like at other at other like younger hardcore shows they talking about safe space like the whole the whole idea was we grew up with mosh pits you grew up with safe with safe spaces i'm just like yo the diy scene has always been a safe space in in relations to or at least has always tried to be a safe space um there's been people who are counter to that movement such as this person to you know the whole with safe space meaning anti-homophobia anti-racism and the list goes on and on and and it's something that people have always strive for it doesn't mean you're not gonna fucking go in a pit and not get hit in the face it's just like it's one of those things like a pit's kind of more of like a, a fucking consensual thing for the most part 
And then you, when there is non-consensual acts of people just like trying to target people and get people hurt for no reason, we get rid of those people. I just, it's, it's really just, it's just not that hard. It's just, it's been, it's been coming around and I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of the people, Chris. I'm tired of the people. I'm tired of the people too. Jesus, man. These are the people that are probably the alt people you probably see at work that, that think they're fucking, they're fucking superior because they, because they went to a fuck, because they went to a fucking metal show in in ninety nine. So well, Dude, and honestly, no. Go ahead. If I had the chance to uh to see Limp Biscuit Woodstock ninety nine, I would feel superior. Honestly, yeah, true. But I don't know. I want to either. I want to if I'm gonna age ungracefully, I want to be so fucking unhinged. I want to be like. A fucking literally a fucking insane crazy person not not like the boring fucking boomer telling people how they should fucking live their lives dude fling, flinging his fu- flinging his fucking feces onto the people in the oh on that level oh, like okay. if i'm gonna I, die I, I, if i don't gonna die soon fuck it yo wow like <laughs> if i'm going I hope- there's only a couple ways I'm gonna. It's gonna if I'm if I'm gonna stay straight. If I'm gonna stay straight edge, and not like just like smoke until I die. <laughs> like when I'm older, I'm gonna I'm just gonna be straight up the dude that always has to get someone to fucking pick him up because like grandpa fucking got fucking escaped the house again. <laughs> grandpa escaped the house again. Ah, uh, grandpa's talking about push pits again. God, I sure I'm I like fucking show up to the Denny's with my shirt off and I'm just like I'm I'm just going fucking down or what Sherry's and just up, eating a whole just eating one of their whole fucking pies. Damn, I'm surprised you haven't done that already. I mean, when you don't got no- when you got nothing left to lose, man. But anyways, always, always love to power trip. That's I, I'm always appreciate the uh, the love, the continuing love that the metal community is has uh, shown for uh, power trip and will the alleged these legends will honestly. I don't think that this band will ever be forgotten. Facts. I think they will all there's gonna be people like younger generations that are like gonna be like fuck I wish I saw power trip like people like people my kids age in like 10 years are gonna are going to be like you saw power trip like that it'll be honestly that'll be freaking cool were you at that show when they played an Olympia in the basement I was at the I was uh, there that weekend, but not at the Olympia show. I was at the uh, the one in Seattle the next day. Oh, I I unfortunately wasn't at the Olympia one, but I, I know that was a legendary show here in the Northwest. Yeah, I know. I was at well, it was during a Wednesday. It was before I started realizing that I don't always have to fucking beat do my radio show every day every week, like that I could have either pre-recorded or just said hey. Y'all, y'all, y'all aren't gonna be listening because you're all gonna be at this fucking show. 
why am I here? <laughs> Yo, you remember during live radio where like you guys would go to the show and then go all the way back to the station to talk about it? And that remember? was actually really fun because there was one day where that actually was really cool because that was one of the days I first met you. Um, because we saw Power Trip and Terror oh, speaking of. and Code Orange when they were Code Orange kids, and uh, and we met you the first time, and that was re- that was a really cool moment for me. Oh, oh, dude, nice. Was that the Life and Death tour? That kind of sounds like it. I. 2013 i think it might be probably a good chance i don't know i can't we came back and we were fucking we we're fucking stoked on on that show it was a really it was just an overall really really fun good night and then you were and uh i had no i had no idea that uh that uh eight years later you know we would be still rocking uh on this show so it's a it's a treat i was in a i was in a totally different headspace that 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 evening and never would have never would have thought so cool shit so let's um before we get too ahead of ourselves let's uh let's move to some music from uh numerality zine a promo from end on end um some straight up fast punk hardcore um we're gonna we will uh be back in uh, just a few minutes uh, to, to hit you right before the uh, right before the interview. You listen to Dead Air Two Hours Hardcore Radio. actually really warm because we're it's uh uh it's uh beginning of april so um that's pretty sick i'm i'm excited to go to to go out into the world um dude i really want to go on a god goddamn camping trip this year dude that sounds nice go on a camping yeah. trip with me chris yeah do you want to go in my backyard sure all right. And honestly, honestly, would be sick. Go on a camping trip in your backyard. Do a camping night in your backyard with the, uh, with the cat and the the with the with the cat. Yeah. Oh, you bring your cat too. Yeah, we could bring my cat. Um, we could have the. I don't if could be the cat and the dog, but maybe not the dog. 
Um, I don't know if the dog would. I know the dog is cool with your cat, but he's not cool with my cat. I know, right? The divide. But uh, and I don't know. I don't know. Actually, my cat's pretty cool with everyone. He's just he's just a fat boy. He steals literally everybody's food. Um, last week he he took a full ass like uh thing of uh from a from a chicken uh one of those big ass Chick Fil A style chicken sandwiches from um, Jack in the Box and one of those what he like he took the whole he ate he took the whole thick ass chicken patty and devoured it that's my boy and and then and then act acted like he's fucking starving when we got home. <laughs> <laughs> he left the bun though he was like no bun no pickle just the chicken that's right he was like no carbs just meat i mean it there, it was breaded so <laughs> so so no he he wasn't he wasn't uh yeah he he definitely ate dude don't, I, one thing uh I think we talked about the other day when I hung out the fucking the going back on the last week we talked about the trunk burger um <laughs> the their chicken and waffles was grill is grilled chicken on waffles grilled chicken that's horrible oh yeah that that's definitely that's not how chicken and waffles works that's a buffalo bill creation right there that is scary. Grilled like, chicken and waffles? Oh god. That's horrifying. If you like, put that plate in front of me, I would <laughs> I'd I'd probably fart. That's the only <laughs> reaction. Just like you would just like instant instant fart. Exactly, instant fart. Like <laughs> I I would rather like diarrhea in my pants than eat that. You know, <laughs> um, anyways, so what were we? So, trot, so yeah, no, that's a that's enough of that. I, what, what was, what was else? We, we did the, we did the boomers and mosh. Pit. It, it, is it hardcore punk or punk hardcore? It really depends on the band, man. You can't have hardcore without punk. Um, you can't tr- you can't trust a hardcore kid who never listened to Trapped. <laughs> <laughs> you could never trust a hardcore kid who wasn't a, ever a true patriot. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you can never trust a hardcore kid who wasn't in the ROTC. <laughs> <laughs> I know damn well you're in the ROTC, Trevor. That's why you're you have this platform. Uh, yes, our... <laughs> I'm. This is this is to all the ROTC homies. Uh, <laughs> Fuck. Um. So we did your notes. Um. I have two more. Uh, one more before we get to the interview. I'll make it quick. But obviously we've all everybody's already if you're in the fucking media you already saw the little Nas X shit um it it's come and gone it that song is now uh 
number one on the billboard. Honestly, sonically, that song fucking slaps. Like, um, honestly, this whole new satanic panic shit is more of just like, seems like closeted, like homophobia and racism, really, because it, you can argue it all day and all night, but I'm like, I've seen fucking behemoth eat a fucking whole Bible on stage when I was in high school. Like, that's so sick. There's so many other bands dedicated to this shit. And you, I think it's also not not just that, but like because it's it's pop culture. It's I've talked about this on on my other social medias a little bit. Um, it's it's pop culture. It's 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 because Lil Nas X was he did Old Town Road, the shit, and people thought of it as a fucking kid song, even though he talked about cheating on his baby, and having lean in his bladder and kids yep. singing along that song and i was just like in schools and nobody seemed to have a fucking problem with it and conservative talking heads have kind of really like you know like because they don't have anything better to do because let's be be real like for both sides of this spectrum trump uh donald trump was a was a multi million dollar industry for these for for cnn for fox news for anybody on site it 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 weaponized and divide people down the fucking middle and now because he is gone and there's less to complain about and like nobody's is nobody's gonna listen to them do the same because history repeats they're just doing the same complaining about biden like they did with obama not that there's not general complaints, because there really is, but it doesn't make just because they have complaints that I agree with does not make them a reliable source. Just just like if CNN has some points that I agree with against conservatives, that doesn't make them a reliable source. But um, what I'm kind of like getting at is is now it's just they need to get the clickbait going. These fucking people need to get the clickbait going because there's they're because they're they're uh, they're losing their they gotta keep they gotta keep people's attention and keep their fucking anxiety and fear up whatever that is whatever that is and for right now for the it's it's the it's people acting like it's fucking 2002 again and the christian right is is in charge of shit trying to cancel shit left and right when it, the original fucking cancel culture is is back at it showing the hypocrisy of talking about you know the current cancel culture which i'm not a fan of in some respects so it's uh it's just fucking stupid. It's all fucking. It's all fucking fake. Much love to Lil Nas X, um, for for doing for doing what he's doing. He knew what he was doing, and then it's just. I guess my I guess my question is, is like, what has there ever been a moment that you that in in hardcore metal that felt that shocked you, and in the in the way that, um like you know and more like 
even if you're not religious, was there something to be like, wow, that was really satanic it, or that was, that seemed really evil. Um, anything like that during your time of watching metal and hardcore? Like nothing really that was, that shocked you. Yeah. That, that like shocked me, you know, like let, let's say like, you know, our, our show time frame was like, you know, nineties or two thousands. Then we probably would have seen some stuff, but, as far as my my time personally, I I haven't like witnessed I mean, anything where I was like, whoa, mind of, blown. Yeah, most of your shows, most of the shows you went to were were past two thousand and ten, right? Yeah. So so like you you had a time of of like where Rise Records metalcore was like huge. A lot of Christian were the end of the Christian metalcore boom the end of the post hardcore boom, the end of the hot topic boom, and then into more like hardcore. And a lot of those people went into hardcore bands. So then a lot of the, or got into hardcore, or got into something else or they're be, or they're becoming boomers and, and shaming young people. But uh, I guess for me, it's like, yeah, the last real time was like, I would say as a Christian, it felt there's a lot of like you know anti-Christian vibes for some of the bands like uh, Hammer Bros and Disembodied. There's anti didn't it made me feel a little uneasy because I was still in the Christianity at the time, but nothing crazy. The main one was Behemoth in 2007, eating a Bible. The singer ate a Bible, was eating pages out of the Bible, and there was a dude. There were dudes beating up people that they would like there had been some people who were like probably maybe they're christian or uncomfortable with what they were seeing so they tried to leave the venue and the behemoth fans went out to the street and beat the shit out of them holy crap well and this was a time where shows i would say some of the heavier shows were a lot more like up until like 2008 like some of the more hardcore influence shows were pretty fucking uh would get pretty violent at times. There was still a very F- FSU um, presence in, for heavy hardcore and stuff that was like kind of more crossovery with metal. So the so uh, you know I saw a lot. Well, going into 2010 and further on, it it got less and less like that as people got older and moved on. Because most of those people who were getting getting crazy were are like t- we're like 10 years older than me so now they're like fucking you know in their for like in their 40s and a lot of them were while they were pushing 30 or mid 30s they moved on but like yeah there's some of those people in that in that uh age range were uh a little bit a little bit more violent than some people were during like kind of the time where we started doing show, show doing stuff with dead air and in our band and whatnot so but as far as satanic behemoth probably took the t- took took the cake and it wasn't like horrible or anything and i'm sure if you go to real like more and more metal shows the more metal you go you could f- probably still find some shit here and there um but as hardcore goes not so much so uh we're going to get into some more lighter music um we're going to uh get to get to our uh interview with sweet soul um 
some more kind of hardcore adjacent vibes um kind of kind of kind of early ramonesy style um and an angel dusty style uh pop punk and uh from from california and we're gonna play um some nerve off of their uh latest record on uh numerality zine we'll be right back listening to dead air two hours of hardcore radio Make sure to check us out on social media at Dead Air NWCZ on both Instagram and Twitter and Facebook.com slash Dead Air Hardcore Radio. All right, this week we got Brad from Sweet Soul. You uh you do the you rock the drums, correct? Yes, I do. I play the drums. Hell hell yeah. I'm I appreciate um, talking to. Um, I, I'm, I'm so, I, unless you have, unless you're rocking a mullet, I believe, I believe you're a fellow, you're a fellow Baldman. Yes, I am. Okay. Like uh, that would that would have been a very sneaky mullet if. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Nah, I wish that'd be cool. I never had a never had a chance to rock the mullet. I mean, if I could, I would, but. I mean, same. I don't know. I don't have. I don't know if I have any homies that really rock a, a like a legit like mullet out there. But uh, I mean, it, it's cool. I mean, props whoever rocked the mullet, you know. 
So let's Alden talk about United. So let's talk about Sweet Soul. Um, you're basically kicking out really like fucking um, poppy, catchy, uh, you know, alt rock, punk jams, and uh, you got you got some members of other like I think you you there were some members of some other of some other Cali bands in there, right? Yeah, we have uh, members of Moral Theory, Head to Wall, Reclaim. It's all just like SoCal bands. So HC Kids playing playing some catchy shit. Yeah, that's what it that's what it basically is. I mean, we just all love the alternative like pop punk sound, and we're like, why don't we try writing something like that? So then we did, and they. I mean, I joined the band after the demo came out. So after that came out, they asked me to join. And then we wrote the LP and recorded it like a month later. Um, what what's there some specific like just like alt jams that you that you uh, like to channel when you're when you're ma- when you're making stuff for this band? Well, personally, I like to like jock Travis Barker from Blink One Eight Two. So anything Blink One Eight Two, I'm all about. Uh, Descendants mainly. Uh, a lot of like uh 90s like driven drum music so like hum or like uh helmet those drummers i like to try to rock with those dudes because they're very strong with like their musical composition behind the drum set so with that but for other dudes it would be like ramones or like uh like the, the 70s cbgb's punk I, I definitely like if we're like up front with like the really really clear poppy vocals that um, the like if we're if moving to the front of the band um, I'm I hear a lot of uh, of that the seventy like the the seventies like like OG like like Ramon style like kind of kind of vocals very like clear crisp catchy but still identifies with something that's more alternative or more or uh or more punk will still would still you know be in a punk lineup yeah that i i like that i definitely like how we can have like harder like harder on the hard side riffs but with like catchy vocals i think it's more relatable that way instead of being just like because I love screaming and like aggressive vocals, but like if people can sing it like that, kind of like Angel Dust, like when they oh first yeah started. no yeah Angel Angel Dust like perfectly channels um kind of an era of um of punk that uh, I feel like especially when Angel Dust first came out, like I feel like most like people in that age range had no had no fucking clue um had no, didn't didn't listen to it anything like that so it's a huge so like bands uh bands like you guys um and like other bands in the uh, in the angel dust um range um even though like kind of kind of like don't want to talk about too much but like culture abuse and stuff like that like even regardless of, of that shit the sound the sound definitely turned on um hardcore kids to a to a more um catchy fun um side of punk rock 
Yeah, I mean, it's cool because, like, uh, in Sweet Soul, we can either play, like, a hardcore show or we can just straight up play, like, like uh, a softer show, like an alternative show, and we would fit just right in, which is super cool because, like, I have a lot of friends in all those genres and we could just play wherever. So. Because, yeah, there... Because there's a there's just v- different um, variants of what of of what people feel is like of what hor- hardcore or you know people who go to like punk shows like will accept as this is my this is this is the level of catchy I'm going to or this is the level of fun I'm willing to let into my musical sphere. Me, yeah. I, I don't give I don't. I don't give a fuck. And I think as far as like, is you get younger down the line, the nobody gives, nobody gives a fuck because like, so like the general person between like 20 and 25 or even, even early thirties came into a sphere of, of um, punk through hot topic music or MCR and fallout boy or something or Blink One Eighty Two, like and yeah. went down went down a rabbit hole. So I feel like there's less room to judge than somebody who may have like gone to like been like Jawbreaker is about as a far as as far pop punk as I'm willing to go. And Lifetime, not knocking because those are like Lifetime is like one of my favorite bands of fucking all time. Like yeah. I, I can't. For me, I ha- I personally, I have to have a, a degree of like some grit, some anger in there these days, because um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not as um, sometimes. Sometimes the more catchier and sadder and like a more accessible vocals reminds me of a of a sadder time of a, of a, of listening to a whinier like style pop punk. Yeah, definitely. I remember, well, like, in high school, all I listened to was, like, straight up, like, hardcore punk and street punk, and I was like, am I going to listen to anything that's got singing on it because that's going to make me lame or whatnot? And then, like, as soon as I got out of high school, I, like, started listening to, like, popular and alternative stuff, and I was like, man, I was missing out this whole entire time. Well, it's just so so weird because, like, the ultimate fucking pop like pop punk band is like we people will net i guess people will snuff the ramones but people won't fucking out nobody will no no old head would outright do it like they'll just say hey they're not for me but they won't say that's like that's a that's some straight up poser shit but anything yeah. anything that emulates like or has catchy fucking vocals they'll from you know that removed from that era is automatically some poser shit which is which is really fucking weird to me yeah i mean with all that it's i don't know it's just a weird it's a weird weird. it's a it's a it's a weird thing because you can you can go from um you know you can go from the germs you can go from you can go from um black flag and then you have you know something is is stand out and melodic and catchy as as even um 
pretty much any era of misfits take your pick and the vocals are are like stand out fucking melodic and have range and aren't just straight up fucking gritty yeah which i i think it's i think it's super sick i think it's out you could stand out of anything and it'd be cool to see like like melodic misfits with the germs at a show that'd be crazy that'd be a whole different vibe people would be if going that, nuts if that was time. ever if that ever what if if the the two worlds ever had a chance historically in col in colliding it would be it would be and a very interesting thing um if you know if that if that if you know history would have allowed would have allowed that to allow that to happen <laughs> that'd be I'd, I'd definitely be like going crazy for the germs but then with like the misfits i'd be singing along and stuff so that'd be cool it'd be i think that's like basically what we're trying to do like now with like sweet soul and all that like be able to be like a part of everything not be able to be in like one exact lane like much love to like the hardcore peeps who like fuck with us but we're also trying to reach out to other people too you know this is this is like so sweet soul is if if directors were to were to put were to make movies like fucking orange county again or make move or make like fucking movies where you have you have the fucking punk like the boardwalk scene and and you could have you could place um bands like yours in there and i would love i would love to get back to a time 20 years ago where bands where there were like movies like that bands like that like or some sort of a re- or at least some sort of like a modern rehash without being uh you know corny back to the you know ha- that was the aesthetic for video games for as and and um and movies yeah that i mean that'd be cool like the ultimate goal is like try to make it on a tony hawk game that'd be tight i would love that i dude i really wish they would have like it was cool it was very cool to like to like put on to i i got the um the two the one and two um for ps4 and it was cool to relit to relive it i just wish that they some of the stuff some of the stuff they put on it was interesting what they what they decided to throw in um for for the rest of that um of that uh soundtrack which is which was like it was it was interesting there i thought it was very very cool that they um some of the, some of the shit that they 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 focused on a lot of a lot of um they focused on a lot of really really like cool like cool hip-hop for like new new bands like there's because i feel like they're i don't like to use the word like female fronted or anything but there was a there was a lot more there was a lot more of a um there was a there was definitely more of a more of a pre, more of a non-male presence in so in the soundtrack for newer newer uh newer artists and i thought that was really fucking cool um i mean i think i think it's also cool because everybody everybody's fucking about like the whole machine gun Kelly shit, which I, you know, I don't, I think I, whatever fucking gets kids down a rabbit hole. I'm fucking all I'm, I'm all about. 
Yeah, I haven't personally listened to the Machine Gun Kelly stuff, but I know a lot of people are discovering like Blink-182 from it because Travis played on it. And like, then it's just becoming bigger. And then Travis having his punk influences are going to be like, well, what did he listen to? And then it's like Descendants and like Black Flag and all that, which is cool. I mean, I wouldn't listen to the Machine Gun Kelly record, but I don't need that because I've, you know, I've found those influences already. Oh, man, it's fine. I but but I wish sometimes I wish it came a little sooner because like, dude, everybody's taught everybody's talking about this, this shit, this, this crossover of. Now these these uh, white rappers are doing are doing like pop punk because like their their other to be honest their other music was bef- before wasn't that great either <laughs> yeah yeah but I mean I have I have no stake I have no stake in this game I got no I got no like I got real no real opinion because I just don't it's I don't hate it or love it. I just don't fucking care. But one thing I do care is ha- kids having an entryway into music because I live in the Pacific Northwest. Historically, like, um, you know, everything was going really well, you know, through the last decade when we had Rainfest, we had lots of different bands coming through, um, bands, ex- young kids excited to make bands of all fucking genres. And then something and then we had our own like kind of issues like in-house within our scene with just calling out abusers the end of Rainfest, Rainfest stopping um not having not having a fest bookers deciding they just wanted to fucking quit and not pass on their contacts to other people like i asked yeah. i i told the bookers like dude if you want i'll do it i'll start booking shows he's like i'm gonna be honest dude i would but i canceled my whole fucking email and I was like, I'm done. I'm walking away. And it's like, fuck. Like a whole email worth, a whole fucking thing worth of uh, just like gold contacts for bands to try to get like bands of all kind of types of hardcore and punk um, out here in the Pacific Northwest. And I was just like pretty fucking devastated because I felt like it it hit a real big blow to the youth because I felt like the... the, the um, Shows were getting smaller, fewer in between, and the demographic was getting older. Like the young kid, like I'm 32, and the I was always kind of like the middle child between the fucking like old heads um, and some of the young high school kids. And now those young high school kids are in their mid, almost to their late 20s. And then just now, recently, right before the pandemic, I just started seeing, um, like kids that were just out of high school and eighteen and stuff, and like, I'm seeing, I'm seeing a recycle because I think there's just there's been a generation of of people burnt out, um, but non not because of the music, but just because of shitty people in alternative punk hardcore that have been allowed to overstay their welcome people people knowing that they're you know that they're that they're somewhat sketchy and or you hear rumors but you don't have any fucking you don't have any fucking uh evidence to go with those rumors um and 
it just it just it just fucking it just fucking sucks especially when it came down on our scene and it just like so to make a long story short any anything to make to like get kids like into into alternative music and be excited about it and like because there's like a crop of really amazing just like i young people who i who i assume have seen the errors of the past and are like i want to make this an like an actual fucking cool place to be for kids for youth for all ages and an actual like inclusive scene and work with the people who are left who want who want this who have who are still around who want to do the same thing yeah i i get that because like where we're at it's so small and like we have no like diversity where like all the genres and bands all blend together so like we used to have this big pop band out here called the licks and our my hardcore band would play with them and some kids would be like well i didn't know i liked hardcore and so like these 16 year olds who would be coming for the pop band would show up and see us and they would be like this is what i like and then they started getting the hardcore and they started bringing their friends around and then Sweet Soul started playing out here more and people were like, whoa, I, I, this is the exact middle ground I want to be in. And like, then it started like rehashing and then like 14 to 16 year olds were just rolling out after like school. And then like, they would be sending us like tagging us on Instagram being like repping my blah, blah, blah shirt for picture day and all that. And I was like, that's badass. Like, that's so cool to think like these like uh, 14 year olds to like 16 year olds are like, getting into music that early because that's when i got into it i started my first band when i was like 15 and we were playing like high school parties and playing school events and whatnot just being a pop punk band and just trying to like get the youth into it and now it's it's doing good people are starting bands because of us and now they're throwing their own shows with their own age group and it's starting to become like a really dope cycle of just like young groups that's what that's what I'm hoping when um shows can be like a thing again like I'm like I'm just like obviously I'm just like I'm just like sitting here just cuz like cuz like we things are things are slowly but surely opening up everybody's trying to to get ahead of the pulse and not oversaturate shit with the and, yeah like it's hard it's like this is such a hard thing for whether you're a booker or a band to plan out like because yeah <laughs> like who it's what like knows? it's like who's gonna be the first band to like throw a show to be you know get chastised for it and start the like the wave of it you know no one wants <laughs> to be that band to be like oh look at blah 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 is playing this saturday it's, it's just it's not a good look but unless somebody's <laughs> Unless your face wreck. Oh my. I saw that. I was like, what are these dudes doing? That that post is crazy. I, that's I'm all just, I gotta say. No, that's all I gotta say. It's just like I'm not gonna look too like I think I've been indoors too long. It's just like or like I've just I think we've all been on we've all been online too long. We all need to go out, so, like, not necessarily go to a show, but everybody, pause this, pause this show, go take a deep breath, go on a walk, go if you can enjoy nature, 
go fucking do that because I think we're having an issue of where I'm having a hard time. And it, I think it's also as I get older because I have to get as a as being a real ass adult and having to be like a little bit more of a serious person than I once was five five to ten years ago. My I'm I obviously like get uh, satire and sarcasm and I'm all about it. But then I, but now things on the internet, I'm like, I don't know how to react to anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's what Twitter is crazy. If you have Twitter, you know, hat stop for you. That one's, that's a war zone, but yeah, that's what, I mean, but like the beginning of the pandemic, I was kind of going crazy. Cause like it was just me and my roommate and we were just like, you know, chilling inside, not doing anything. We watched like pretty much everything on Hulu. And then we got into what's we got into disc golf and that was like more of an outdoors, like separated thing. And now I'm happier. I'm not like going crazy from being stuck inside. So, I mean, if you can find an outdoors activity, I, I definitely would do that and try to stay off social media as much as you could. Because it's, it's, it gets it gets bad because like I will I'll see something and I will jump the fucking gun and like sometimes sometimes there are there are like don't get me wrong there are some pieces of shit out there and there's some and there are straight up fascists racists and horrible fucking people but then there are some things where this there's sometimes somebody says something without thinking and stu- and stupidly that were probably could uh probably could have all been hashed out if they um if it was talked out in person or just yeah. or if they or or either talk out your your issues in person before you decide to go online or another thing take to maybe another stop take a breath Go walk, go for a walk. Think on your take before you decide. Before you decide to do it, or another one. If you're gonna do, if you're just gonna say fuck it and do it, accept the fucking consequences. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna fucking just blow your load like that, you gotta accept it. Like you just gotta run with it and own it. You know, if you're gonna say some crazy ass shit, you gotta be that crazy dude. Because I, I, I have a lot of like, um. You know, I'm connected to a lot of boomers that I work with who are who are so been like, if you don't like what I have to say, then then tough luck or or fuck you. Or, or if you don't and, and they're and they're like, I just this is me posting stuff just to just to piss you off. And then people get pissed off. And he was like, it's just a joke. And yeah. then the, and when I see people get overly emotional, it's like you were not ready to do this that's what I, that's what every time i'm like on facebook it's only because i have like family and friends on there but like i just get on hit the hit the friend request where they're like they want to be my friend and i get off because if i'm if i'm on facebook for like five minutes i'm pissed off well i'm just I, like i it's yeah, awful yeah i talked about this with my uh uh with my co-host i'm just like it's just it's so depressing i already have like it's just like this whole thing of 
uh, just this whole pandemic and just not being able to really plan out life is 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 depressing because these are like years where I'm like, fuck, I don't want to waste. I don't want this to be my life from now on. And then and then all of a sudden I blink the end of panda- the pandemic. I'm an old man. And well, I, yeah. I really like I was like. So I'm like I'm I'm trying not to be depressed about about just being you know feeling in a holding cell like even if I'm going out there's just things there's still things we cannot physically do yet and physically move forward there's thing there's some things that are still have to be in a standstill and that fucking blows ass and so seeing stuff on Facebook Facebook and Twitter help fucking in no way it, it's no. absolutely it's absolutely the worst one thing i will i will i will uh, give to some of my older uh people who are who who have uh who who were on social media there's some that that there's some that some people that are older that i don't really agree with some of their takes but one I will I will is they their life got so much better the second they deleted uh, social media and I can't see I can't see that being wrong whatsoever. Yeah, no, I I get it. Like the the congestion and like intake of social media is so crazy. Like I'll look at my screen time and I'm just like, why was I on Instagram for four hours today? Like makes no sense but like i've done like the social media breaks where like i've deleted it and i've like felt way better and i've only had like messages and all that like i messaging and all that but like it's kind of hard when like being like in a band like certain time where like people are like hitting you up or like running like a recording business like you have to have that stuff even though like you don't really want to same i mean i run a studio a a radio station and a and do this show so i don't have a choice so i try yeah. to so i literally all i do is i like if i see words unless i if they look somewhat like something's too like political or whatever these days i'm just like i just like i try to just scroll past all the words get get to get to the memes repost re, yep. repost my rep, repost that clickbait for my pages and uh and move on yeah that's what all it is is like my twitter's a shit post i get on tweet what i gotta say and then i hop off and i'll check it like two hours later and be like cool three likes that's it all that's all i care about i don't care about what everybody else has got to say but yeah that's it's 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 definitely hard it was harder when like shows and all that was happening because like I would book for our area and so people would be hitting me up constantly, but I would be getting like overwhelmed with like social media and just seeing stupid stuff on like Instagram and all that. But I really didn't have a choice. Like I had to keep it unless you had my number, they would hit me up directly through that. But it's, it's hard. Cause like you don't want to delete it because what if you get a really cool opportunity? Like, Hey, like, you know, the blah 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 hit you up for this really cool ass show, but you decided to take your Instagram break <laughs> for that one that one day. No, no, I I com- I completely I completely feel that. Um so it's a double edged sword, but you know. Absolutely. Um 
So yeah, social media fucking sucks. Uh, yeah, it, it's not fun. It's necessary. It's necessary, but like, like for all the things. But I wish there was. I wish it was. It was there was easier ways. It's also just like the IG like throttles so much shit. Like it's so hard to like to like grow Instagram unless you are like connected in some in some certain way. Or I don't know. I, the other ones that my friends who grow or really organically on on Instagram, I I I should be like fucking like uh, reaching out to them and asking what their fucking secret is because I feel like a lot of people just like literally just like will follow you for like three seconds and then if they if you don't instantly fucking follow them back, they just fucking dip. Yeah, that that's a lot of that I deal with. I'm just like, whatever. I mean, I, the numbers don't mean a thing to me. I don't care. I'm gonna post from the post, but like, the numbers they, mean more to, to, because I because my job is promoting y'all's y'all's bands in these. Yeah, because I want to make sure I'm getting more like actually getting my my shit out to to people. And if it doesn't feel like I'm doing that on Instagram, I'm just feel like I'm promoting like. If I instant, I feel like if I'm not doing that correctly, then I'm just like throwing your fucking like bands and your songs out there into yeah. This, I mean, yeah, with like your studio and then like doing like the recording stuff, like yeah, it definitely matters. But like, it's like back to the whole social media thing, like like especially like recording young bands or like ba- younger bands wanting to play, they're not gonna want to hit up like my website or like or like book through there they're gonna want to instagram message me or like dm me is like that and i'm like which is cool but like still you know and yeah. it, it's kind of hard too because like i'll like be like very i'll like connect with other people on my personal instagram but like with like my work instagram it's more like a portfolio and of just like everything that's going on people i do nothing on my my i get a lot of likes on my on my like personal instagram whenever i post something every maybe six months and i'm just like and they're like where have you been are you okay and i'm like yes i'm living the rest of my life (laughs) Mm -hmm. like what like what am i supposed to fucking do on here i like i literally work and record this show and help raise a family i don't have and i don't have the time or I'm or I'm cleaning a messy house and I don't want to take pictures in my fucking messy house. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's a lot. There's a lot of vices that go into it. Like the people who are like social media gurus and like influencers that I could never imagine being something like that. Like there's got to be some bit of privacy I need in my life. There's not. Well, because the one time like there's just like i and i just don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck because there's like there's you see people get canceled or get like soft canceled or what or get called out every day because they slip up because because they they didn't fucking think or they're like when you i just feel like it's bound to happen when you're dedicating your life just to making content and then you're going crazy racking your brain about getting that content 
and then I'm pretty sure you probably get some sort of fucking, you know, dopamine high when you fucking get all these fucking followers and you just get, you probably like start losing yourself, losing pieces of yourself and get too like, you. there's no way you don't get caught up. And I feel like that's where you get people like, um, uh, um, do you know who Trisha Paytas is? I can't stand them. I mm, they annoying. That that there there you go. You get people. I just think that's someone who's been on who's been doing influencing and stuff for since since this became a thing, and yeah. <laughs> and and sh- and hearing her. St- like I haven't, I haven't thought about that name in forever. And then she came up on my feed, singing my Chemical Romance songs, and she is doing like a weird fake, like, like mid two thousands, uh, post hardcore emo phase, and it was just like really bad. And I just was like, I just think that's that's the when your life is dedicated to just that and not other projects and not doing other things like you are just like making content for the ha-has or for the drama or just you're or if you're just known for 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 witty catch you're like the people who um the dude who says who says who said i had i've never seen two betty two pretty best friends like yeah that's his whole that's his whole thing that's his yeah. entire personality yeah that's yeah. A, that like, look at vine stars vine died and where are they at now they're tiktok stars you know Before they're gone they they there's like a big gap between the two and they either some of them either became like uh, like got to be on some commercials on regular TV for like a hot minute, or they just like, or just the gone. next time you or the next time you see them, it's because they did something problematic. Yeah, it's like blah blah blah. I did this blah blah blah. And you're like, who is that guy? You're like, oh, he's the who kill him Vine guy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't think I would want to be known as like X Vine star. Be- <laughs> so, because I think about that, and I think about, I like, I enjoy making content, but like. I think I just like now I'll because people will will look at you and like be like, look at all the money they they make and look don't you want to do something like that and not want to be like doing like being like just talk about hardcore or play hardcore and I'm like and now that I'm like talking about it with you I'm like no I don't like there's also just this thing with just in our pop culture like there's been the huge like culture war too of like, or like, um, of, uh, talking, talking about people like millennials versus Gen Z and weird shit like that. And I'm just like, who gives a fuck? I, I literally don't care. I just call them people. I just I don't like, care it, if you're old or young. It's people like, it's people like Trista Paytas or like people who are getting to their thirties and stuff who grew up basically influencers and now they're having an identity crisis because they're no longer the young or trendy and i'm just like that's why i love fucking punk and hardcore it's 
a bunch of everybody. Like I want, I want young pe, I want young people to be involved because I don't, because I'm gonna die one day, and I want, and I want this not be not not because that's the cool and trendy thing to do. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's it's cool because like I've had definitely like my old heads in my scene like give me that same speech for like when I was younger, be like, yo, like eventually we're going to get too old for this and we're going to pass it down. So we just want you to carry on what we've been doing and pass knowledge on to the younger kids who are getting into this. So that's what I've been carrying with me. So, you know, I've, I've been trying to like show them like, Hey, this is the cool thing to do. This is how you do it. You know, don't be dumb about it. Don't be stupid, you know, because this is a really badass thing we have going on. If you want to keep going, you do it like this and just keep, upgrading it and growing it yeah don't you don't don't be a dick like be your own person but yeah but be aware like you just read the room <laughs> yeah just yeah it's it's very easy to like figure out what's good and bad in this scene like you know don't don't be doing like 45 minute sets or <laughs> oh there's so much of that in our scene 45 minute backyard house show sets i'm like don't do that just do 15 minutes get in get out don't book 10 plus bands for a birthday show you know it's it's out it's out of control here but you know yeah don't do that don't you don't have to do i was in a band that where where i had we had too many cover songs in our arsenal and sometimes they would want the crowd would want us to play like five cover songs in a row and and um i would be like fuck no and the rest of the band's like fuck yes <laughs> and and i was just like this shit is so whack <laughs> yeah i mean it's cool to do like the one cover and it's like cool when like you do it like obscurely to where like You'll have one or two like people like pop off. They're like, "Fuck yeah!" Like that was so sick. I, I didn't expect you to do that. Like that's cool. And then like people will be like, "Oh, what's that?" And you'll be like, "There you go, more influences." But when you're doing like knock loose at a backyard show, I'm like, "Dude, come on." Yeah, it's I'm, like, a... <laughs> I'm like, calm down with that. Yeah, that's the. I don't know. Sometimes I do love like. Like on a show like that where it's like somebody's fucking backyard and it's kind of like the Wild West. If it's like like a band like the back backyard shows like fucking like the one from like the Drain video, um, yeah, that that's different because I feel like that's like that's a show show. But there's sometimes there's local shows where like I feel like we've all been to them where they're just like a few people showed up and let's just let's just be really fun let's just make the most of it by being fucking ridiculous oh but one of, okay so one of the last shows we did uh sweet soul played uh head to wall and reclaim played and we played some like punk house uh in socal and there was probably like four or five people there and like half the room was girls and there's two dudes crowd killing the whole time and i was just like yo like what the fuck are you doing like why are you doing it i'm like moshing to like head to wall and like i'm like two-stepping and like doing all that i'm not getting crazy or nothing 
And the one of the dudes sees it as like a, oh, it's time to pop off. And the dude punches through like the ceiling fan light and breaks it and starts like crowd killing me. I was like, I was in my own like spot doing my own thing. And then like uh, our guitarist from Sweet Soul, the the other dude who was crowd killing was getting close to the girls. So like he started beating his ass. He was like, yo, get the fuck away from them. Like there's seven people in the room. You don't need to pop off. Okay. That's fucking stupid. I would more like, so there was, there was a show that accident that got like booked, but the, it was at a, it was at like a youth center and the promoter, uh, like fucking didn't just, I was on tour. The fucking promoter forgot to fucking, uh, promote it. And like just a handful of people showed up and we, I was like, not feeling great that night so i was like i was like if i'm gonna make it through the rest of this tour i'm just gonna fucking not i'm not gonna i'm not singing tonight i'm gonna fucking douse some dayquil and i just fucking i found i found fucking um i found movie soundboards and i just fucking played the movie sound <laughs> and and trap horns through the fucking uh, mic and it was just like everybody who already knew about us so and my and like so just I had either sing or fucking don't and then and then there were also like little fucking trikes there were like big wheels and there were people fucking like getting on the stage with like like popping off the stage with the big wheels and shit and crazy. and just like they it had a, like a fucking we just like fucking just started like just fucking it, it looked like a fucking youth like some sort of like organized youth group game what the fuck <laughs> it was that was so that was fucking that was fucking fun but that was like something like that was all about self-awareness like that's like yeah. it's one of those things like it's hardcore a bunch of hardcore kids that already knew each other it was just like new this like this show is kind of whack so let's just be really fucking stupid so i'm just like because the like i said there are levels to fun to there's levels of fun to this uh to this uh punk shit so let's talk a little bit about um the the latest the latest record um can't it's a it came out on numerality zine correct Yes, and it was a split released on Extinction Burst. Okay, and then on, and that yeah, New Morality. Like I looked, was like they were sending me hardcore shit for a while, and now now it's all like really like like everything from down almost down the line, except like maybe one or two releases in the last year. It's all fucking catchy shit. It's all like it's all kind of adjacent with um like you guys some like lots of like kind of shoegaze influence stuff really 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 pretty sounding stuff that i'm yeah that i'm digging it's it's all good like i when i when i was like getting into sweet soul and like joining them i've never heard of new morality and then they're like yeah we gotta write a lp for new morality i was like what the fuck and so like i checked out new morality and i saw they put out was it a tape for Life's Question? And I was like, oh, I like Life's Question. They're pretty good. And then, uh, yeah, just like within this year, just like hearing everything they put out, I was like, damn, like we got to, 
we're on a good catalog. Like, shout, yeah, shout out to Nick. Stuff. Shout out to Nick for putting out really top tier, um, just music of all of all genres. Um, yeah, that's I, I like that. I like that it's not specific. It's more of a melting pot for. There's music. also a vibe. It's not just like the, he didn't just like fucking um, put on you guys and then uh like fucking and then put on like a fucking like a band that sound like broken side <laughs> yeah there's he there's there's a lot of self there's a lot of self awareness uh to to i don't know it's just like when you can tell the person just like loves fucking music you can just pick up you can just pick up a vibe even if you don't know what the vibe is it could just be like it's a vibe it's like you can tell that there's there there's a certain rhyme or reason whether it's just like this person this is just this person's fucking taste and this person is a taste maker yeah that's that's pretty good yeah it's he's a, he's a good curator for yeah a very good just, curator, very good curator and like just everything he does is very critical which is pretty good for being a label owner or like a label manager you know you can't mess around with that stuff well because i'm sure you get like on top of the bands that you have to seek out you get offers and you you gotta like figure out like is this fucking is this worth it it's just like with this show i like there was a there was a point where like i was going by um when i was at a actual radio station doing this doing everything live i would make compromises for like in put in play in play stuff to curate to um to the wider audience and sometimes i do there's sometimes there's like ones that like if there's a band that everybody is do is is playing is like talking about i want to like play it get people's thoughts but more or less nowadays i don't play shit i don't fucking like like yeah. you're gonna hear you're gonna hear shit. I've, I I do not I do not have a I do not put on a a fucking band or talk to a to a band these days like or interview. I've a hundred percent don't fucking interview a band that I don't like because there's no yeah. there's literally no point to that because there's no energy there's no excitement. Like I've I've done it with, where I've talked to to people I don't. I don't fucking like um and I'm just like have to pretend I've talked to some real fucking like uh you know most m- there hasn't been a band I I like that has been shitty to me but there's definitely be bands that I don't like that have been fucking uh shitty to me one time I had when I was doing like a regular like daytime show, I had um, Riff Raff and Mod Soul, uh, Mod Sun, um, call into the show, and they were fucking so disrespectful. Like, <laughs> like I was just like, "You guys booked this shit with me." It was like this is the afternoon show, and I was like, "I was." They were just so rude. They were like, I told them like, hey, I, I only can dump, can like do a dump button so much. Like you're cussing on FM radio, 
you're not like listening to me. You're talking over me. You're screaming into the phone. You're like asking, you know, you're doing some weird like Howard Stern shit asking me about my sex life on the fucking like it's just like just some whack shit of like like this isn't like like uh you know like one of those shows where like we where that's where it's supposed to be like that or like or like you know the person so that so we're goofing these people were like generally being fucking like shitheads yeah that's not cool at all especially like they came into your like your uh um your show and all that and we're like trying to be fucked up like that's not cool and i know well and i know like everybody for a while loved fucking riffraff that was just like i was just like sorry man i just don't like everybody talks because like i don't i don't fuck with him and now people are talking about mod son again because he's like dating avril lavigne and he's uh and he and he's trying to do the same machine gun kelly pop punk thing um with with um, uh and he's just she was just a straight up fucking straight up fucking douche like and i'm just like i don't know i i think i'm a i'm a i'm a i'm a pretty chill person uh, you could you could you could make any judgment listener interview like interview guests like i don't i'm not like i I'm pretty I'm pretty laid back but so you you have to be like some level of asshole or and disrespectful for it to to really get under my uh to get really get under my skin. Yeah, I mean like especially too when you have like rules for like the FM radio and all that like if like if you were like to say like hey don't cuss or like whatnot, I would do my best to be like you know, like I'm gonna like try my best not to drop any like cuss words or whatnot, and not just be like "fuck you, motherfucker." You're not gonna tell me what to do, blah blah blah. Like that's but, so rude. Like I would want someone to come into my studio and be like, "Yeah, like fuck you. We're gonna do it the way I want to." And I'm like, "Well, why'd you book me then?" That's well. That's mm-hmm. why I stopped stopped doing the radio stuff too. Like, because most radio, most radio, you can't, you literally can't, you can't get away with that. But, um, but like it was just like because it was you know with college radio it's like the one thing where people like where you're like in charge of everything that goes on on air you don't have a producer you don't have you just have a soundboard uh, a phone and there's people walking back and forth because they're students it's it's uh so sometimes but but with that there's still like fm radio so there's still an a wide audience of people that will tune in and will fucking call you out if you fuck up yeah so it's super annoying and i was just like i think the one the one thing the my one clown moment is just like thinking i was i was like oh i want to do something like this for the I'd lo- I I at one point I did want to do this like uh like DJ thing but I'm like and do like the real do the real stuff and like be but I was like I'm not I'm not about that anymore especially just like re- like seeing people you really have to, like if I if that was on uh like a real like major network I would have had to suck up to those to those two motherfuckers so hard I yeah definitely you have to suck up to all the 
the all the fucking guests like they're fucking royalty and and you have to suck it and you have to do that to your fellow co-workers too if they have the morning show or the or the uh you know or the or the big afternoon show you're they're the kings and you're the fucking peasant you're not you're not the you're and they will act like you're too fucking they're you're you're they're too fucking important to uh talk to you even though you're there you're on the same you're on the same fucking team you're on you're working for the same fucking company yeah that's what, i mean i get that too like being in bands and whatnot like there are the higher ups that you do have to kiss up to to get like the better shows and whatnot and it sucks but like there are people who are just like downright just badass and they're like yeah we'll take the younger dudes under our wings and just be cool with you you know and that's what i like about like hardcore and dude like dude like when i started doing this and decided to just go full diy and just and like i created i do i created my own little like online network i did my i did my do this like podcasted stuff i was like when i like people were super fucking chill like i like you know bands that i look up to like like i just hit up burn i was and i was like this is my i'm doing my first like show ever and i'm doing my like my first uh, episode would uh, the dudes in the band want to be on it and they're like fucking yeah and then like like uh all out war and shit like that i'm just like it's i like this more casual thing there's very little there's very little like of having to like really have to like go through go through the go through the channels like i like hard being like you're actually taught you're actually like talking talking to someone like you're actually like talking to the band and they they're like it's chill yeah it's cool that's that's like because usually all the like hardcore dudes and like punk dudes are like they're usually down to hang out and talk to the like kids at the tables and whatnot and i've i've definitely gotten like a lot of bands out here through that just being like a kid who's like super into their music and being like hey i know we put i know i live in like a town that no one gives a fuck about but like is there any chance we can get you guys to come out here and they're like always like yeah i'm down and like i always hit them up they're like yeah let's work it out and that's how like we've gotten like rjc out there we've gotten give out in our town and all that just because i was like yo it'd be tight and they're like yeah i'm down so you know yeah sometimes sometimes there'll be bands like i'll be like why didn't I ask you before? It's like, cause I didn't, fu- I just didn't, it, you just didn't fucking ask. Like, yeah. The, the, the one thing everybody like, so, so there's like a, uh, there was like a, a little like, well, it was a seminar with Nardwar and people were like, confused, like people like, like people wonder how I got this guest, this guest, this guest, this guest, and this guest. He just put up. He just wrote down on the board. I asked, "How did I? How did I become? Like, are you familiar with Nardwar? Yeah, I love Nard. The human serviette. Yes, he's. I, 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 I Nardwar gives me life. Like, I. Still, he has the the secrets locked into into that human's brain is 
I don't understand how he's got all the info about people. I I just want to be on that to where like he interviews me. I'm just like, how the fuck did you know that? <laughs> like people come to him so, so they can so they can find out more about themselves. Yeah, I would be like, fuck, that is true. Like I didn't even know that. <laughs> or just like all the cool vinyl or like little collectibles he'll give you he'll be like here's this local band's first vinyl i'll be like what the fuck i even think they had vinyl like what the hell oh that'd be so that would be that's that'll you you'll know that would be a huge like that'd be a huge point in your in your uh in your sweet soul career oh that'd be crazy sweet soul nardwar interview i'd be losing my shit that would be fucking. That would be. That would be so insane. I would. I would love that. I don't know. I don't know if like. I haven't checked any any uh, Nardwar and like any modern like fucking like hardcore bands or anything like that. There's the there's the Nardwar trash talk one that's pretty good. The tar- trash talk one makes makes a lot of sense just because they uh, they're in that sphere. That odd future affiliate, but yeah. Uh, that that one's good. The Henry Rollins one is pretty good. Uh, trying to think, there's more that he's done, but it's it's mainly just rappers. But it's yeah. cool because I, I like that stuff too. I like that one. I like the Body Count one. Um, the one with Ice The one with Ice T is he? I like Ice T looked generally concerned because he's like, what the? F-? He's like, he's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> like, just people freaking out like uh, the odd future one's pretty crazy because they're just teenagers and it's like how what the fuck like I've only been alive for like 18 years and you know like everything about me we're just barely popping off yeah no there's just like same with like doing like yeah just any, anybody that's that's fucking it's fucking crazy but like like people like lots of radio students and journalist students came to his thing and he he was super fucking vague and I'm like so because he's trying to tell you something there's not too much to it man you got you got to fucking be yourself know what your own fucking personality is like and like honestly don't fucking fake it unless you really unless you just want to be a fake motherfucker do what do what the fake motherfuckers do if you want to be a fake motherfucker don't 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 listen to nardwar yeah nardwar is nardwar is not for the posers no, it's not for if you want to be like iconic in something that in like somebody like that that will stand the fucking test of time, or do you want to be a fucking corporate sellout and be like in, you know, be a part of the fucking uh, the the uh, the the quote unquote mainstream media? Yeah, you know, it just yeah depends. I definitely would never be a pencil pusher like that that's not my style but i i've i gave up i gave up on it because i'm like if i'm gonna do there's other routes there's other routes like because i don't because i i want to keep what i'm doing here separate from like other type of like work like if i'm gonna do a serious job it's not gonna as much as i do like to like would like to do something in media i want to make sure it's not fucking compromising to who i am whatsoever yeah yeah, definitely not. Like, there's a point that you have to draw a line where, like, 
what's good for you and what's best for you compared to what's you know like how it will affect you and like you could do like the normal day job but like at a certain you know at what cost yeah that's that's like a lot there's a lot of people that work amazon jobs and like music and stuff just because they can get more money but like i don't think i could work like 12 hour days just so i can get expensive gear you know because i think that's what's cool about like bands like yours like they're catchy but if they but if you they were ever to get bit like shit ever got big it would be on your own merits and not buy anything else like it wouldn't be like it would just be like it if it, it it is it would get big because people just there's just a lot of f- fucking people that like it not because you're trying to push some sort of certain style or be trendy in any fucking way yeah no like definitely we're not trying to we're definitely making music for ourselves but like it's just not going to be on some big labels accord like if like Sony records are like, make it sound like this. We'd be like, fuck no, we're going to just do another le- record on numerality. Like, I'd rather do two. Cause I think that was like, I feel like that's what some of the like pop punk bands, like of, of like, you know, five plus years ago tried to do it like one point, like, because there was a time where like fucking story so far and those band, that band, that crop of bands, the defend pop punk crowd of bands were getting really big and then like hate it or love it like story so far tried to do something that was more like like less pop punk and more like an alt like thing and and the only reason i know they were really they they were doing it to push for radio play is because i was still actively in like radio and had radio connections and they were pushing for their last two, the, their last two records were they're pushing really fucking hard for like, like for the indie. Like we have one oh seven seven the end up here, which is like for your like alternative. I guess it's now like fucking like indie pop, like all the Billie yeah. Eilish songs that don't play on the radio, which is like almost all of them. I don't. I honestly don't know what the fucking alt stations play anymore because i haven't i haven't tuned into it for so long the last time i listened it's everything sounded like billy eilish yeah so we lost our like punk and like alternative like a couple years ago and i was like that's cool i mean like it's when i had a car that didn't have like a bluetooth player or like a cd player and it was just a fm radio station player and i would tune into that but like now it's just like 80s 90s and 2000s like alternative hits i'm just like whatever so but so but i know a story so far i was trying to so it's just like i'm just like that's just like a weird move whether you like that that you know style sonically or not it's just weird to make like and i feel like you know the meh some the some metal and hardcore bands do it like some of the metal bands of of the mid two thousands and the early two thousands metalcore did tried to make moves for for radio when I'm just like just don't just fucking make music for you and make music that hypes yourself up and hypes and if you see other people hyping being hyped around it do that shit too 
Yeah, I, I think Code Orange did it pretty good. They got like they went from Code Orange kids, and then they did like Code Orange, and then they got like larger than life, but that, that didn't like let it stop them. And they started putting out like still their same music, and then they were able to like become headliners for their own tours, and then they just got huge. And people are like trying to pin them as like stadium metal, and I'm just like, no, they're just a hard hardcore band that's just people got better just, production value. I think. I think people just need to get over the whole fucking like big band shit like over just like people like on one on one end like yeah I'm not trying to like compromise like compromise what I want to do but if what but what if what what I want to do somehow helps me succeed in life then and helps you succeed in life more fucking power to you. Yeah, that's what I don't want to play fucking. If I have the chance to be playing the music like Sweet Soul music for the rest of my life and be playing on bigger venues and be have like make a living off of it, I'm down. I, I don't want to play bars for the rest of my life. You know, no, that's it's whack. And I mean, like, I don't see why people aren't giving Power Trip grief because like Power Trip are playing big huge metal festivals and still playing like sound and fury and stuff. And nobody was giving them shit. Like I love power trip. They're like the best. I think it's just because their sound didn't change. They didn't make any, they didn't make any moves, but like with the way their sound, their sound hat was like still sonically was, was them, whether it got better, faster, more thrashier. They were, um, it was, it was, it was them. It was very hard. I mean, it's very hard to tell because they're still like they had a sound like at some point you gotta do some do some fresh you gotta do some fresh shit whether it's just like like there's only so much you can do with a without maybe pissing some people off yeah especially like in metal I think like Gate Creeper did the best fucking thing they did for the the latest record with having a fucking um just like literally doing what hardcore and punk kids love to hear put the best parts of a fucking song and make it in like less than less than two minutes and literally just have have fucking fast ripper metal songs that are a minute and a half or even less yeah that's that's what that's what all it needs but like i just think all those bands have been true and like same with code orange i just think they got more money and they're just using their production value smartly and some of them like also some of those kids like grew up on like the fucking uh the fucking industrial shit so like yeah like so like they're putting some more industrial shit which is which is fine yeah and that's fine and like same with like sweet soul like I grew up on Blink-182. Like, Travis Barker's, like, God to me. And, like, you can hear it in there. And so, like, when people are like, oh, yeah, it sounds like Travis Barker, I'm like, yeah, because I fucking love Blink-182. Like, Sweet Soul is, seriously, it's just, like, when hardcore kids want to want to calm down, not, and uh, just want to go chill on the fucking beach, and maybe if they have a partner, you know, hold their hand. Yeah, and, and do that's that. a, it's, 
we're we're hand holding music. That's what we are. Hand you. So there's so so you got the group of friends. You got the single friend who's just fucking vibing out. Maybe he's skating. You got Mm -hmm. you got um you got the other you got the other one other one who's just being who's just being fucking goofy and just uh just being just being a fucking weirdo doing his weirdo vibe shit. Then you have the couple who's just like who's being cute. Nope, and that's what we are. Just being cute. Just being, just make cute hardcore core guys making cute music. That's you know, I'll take that. That's badass. I, uh, I like to think we're like nineties teenage, like nineties teen movies. At the end of this movie, like the when the credits roll and it's like panning from the high school, I would like to think Sweet Soul would start playing. I think that's more. You're not. You're not the raunchy. You're not raunchy teen comedy you're more of like just like regular like team dramedy or whatever whatever you want to yeah. whatever you want to call like like at the end of like um you know the the you know the the te- the student the teacher tells the student see you next year and i'm like uh, and and then the student says i hope not and then walks away. yeah and then fucking <laughs> sweet soul starts playing that'd be tight or like 10 things i hate about you at the end oh yeah things all good right there and the credits roll and like it's a school it's like summer shit like that or like you guys are playing a prom kind of like um yeah. kind of like in clueless when like the boss tones are playing yep that'd be tight to play a prom I'd love, I'd love, I'd love that shit. There was even like, we like, um, even not another teen movie had fucking early ass good Charlotte, um, mm-hmm. playing in there. And I was like, honestly, like, no, no fucking hate to that early good Charlotte stuff. That stuff was still pretty fucking like pop punk, like that first, like early 2000 record, not the re- Lifestyles and the Rich and Famous, the one before that, um, it was in a the they had some songs in like a Gran Turismo for like PS one, um, but uh, that shit was uh, that shit's fucking cool. Yeah, no, it I I like I like shit like that. And if, if we if that's what I don't know, I'm just trying to be like like a summer vibe, you know, like fresh out of school, like junior year just ended. You know, we're gonna all hop in a friend's car, and the first song we're gonna hear is. Oh, sweet soul that's that's the the set the whole summer vibe yeah there i i think i think there's definitely uh some room for some of the for some of these bands like i think it's just like um for, for like soundtracks and stuff for i i i i hope i'm i'm hoping uh you know for for more uh modern bands and not rehashing old old shit because like I said with like the Tony Hawk like there's a couple new bands but it was like it was mainly the original shit which is obviously what you come to love and like what but uh what people wanted but I was like I I was hoping for some more like modern fucking punk they had like an American yeah. they had American like the new new American Nightmare um which was just like really like mid tempo shit which is like I I honestly like I love early American Nightmare, but I don't really I haven't listened to any of the shit that they that they've been trying to spin out these last like five plus years. 
Yeah, I I'd rather listen to Cold Cave. No, yeah, for real. Like the dude, Cold Cave honestly would have been more of a vibe for Yeah, that's what Exactly. That I would have loved to hear like confetti on there. That'd been a tight skate dude, track. More more um fucking more fucking like Ooh, they some sad boy shit, some more goth boy shit would be cool. Like some like choir boy and stuff like that would be I'm I'm more than uh I guess choir boy isn't like skatey, but but do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh it's dancey. I mean like Oh yeah, no the uh, the new the the main track on the new record for Choir Boy is really fucking good. That the um comp- it's Complainer, I believe. Or something. I, I haven't I haven't heard the new record yet. But that yeah, that's that first that first track is yeah, that, that one could have can be a could be an easy like 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 up tempo skate one, but still like has some gothy vibes. But yeah, that's cool. But Anyways, um, thanks for uh, taking the time to just shoot the shit. Um, any anything, any last things you want to let people know about uh, Sweet Soul? Um, I just want to say thanks to anybody who like listened to it and like gave a shit about this record from a band that's like somewhat not popping off, but uh, it doesn't go unappreciated. We're stoked that y'all are vibing with it. We hope to be on a team comedy movie you know <laughs> summer vibes uh tony hawk remastered three and four hit me up big t t hawk I'll, I'll i'll give you the files you know be tight to be on there but yeah no i just just say thank you and uh shout out new morality zine and extinction burst absolutely like like it's it's for for anyone who hasn't listened to sweet soul uh unless you live in california um and you don't live in a place like California or Hawaii where it's where it's somewhat uh nice all year round um and when i mean Cal- california i mean like southern california um or yeah or not or not uh north or or unless somebody does anyone live specifically on the grapevine um no okay Cause that would be that'd be weird. Like I, I'm, I imagine like people in like, who in the winter like be it'd be really weird to like work at one of those hotels on the grapevine. Like yeah, because I've I've done it like trying to go like I've done it like either weekends or tours like in the in the winter and like just all of a sudden like why like it didn't make sense to me like at first like why the fuck is it blizzarding right before I get to fucking L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's there's like some patches like that. You're just like, why the yeah, like why is it snowing here? Like, like, I went to like five years ago. I went to the last mindset show down in uh, Pomona, and uh, and I was we were going back, and it like fucking slammed snow on our van, and we were the last person on people on the pass, and we barely made it out, and. There's like there was like some sort of like radio station out there who like that I think that broadcast somewhere in the past and they played Red Hot Chili one Red Hot Chili Peppers song and they just put it on repeat it sounded like they put the song on repeat and left the booth what the fuck it was one Red Hot Chili Peppers song and it just kept 
it kept looping and looping and looping. So we're like in this blizzard and it, I'm seeing cars like left and right, like barrel out in, into the into the sides of the freeway and into the ditches. And we're trying to like bust through in this fucking like 1998 like odyssey and hopefully <laughs> hoping that we're not gonna fucking die and hearing this i don't wanna be like i did that thing and it just like over just like one continuous loop of that song i would go crazy i, I thought i was going crazy i just decided i wasn't driving so i just fell asleep and um just i was like if if i die i die <laughs> that, that's you're gonna, be going, like, you're gonna be dying to red hot chili peppers but like i was saying um this is perfect fucking spring summer music if you haven't listened to sweet soul it's uh it's finally getting nice in the pacific northwest so um you know especially for like this is a this is a good band for all all time but like this is a this is the perfect time to get to uh to set the mood for some positive for some uh positive music. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. So any anything else? Um shout out to you for uh doing this interview and the podcast. Oh well th- thank you. I I like um getting to we do a lot of heavy bands and do stuff like that, so I like to have some more like adjacent and chilled out bands. And I think that, like I said, it's starting to get nice, and I think that uh, that this that uh, your music complements it uh, very nicely. Yeah, no, thank you. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all I got to shout out. All right, then uh, we'll uh, we'll get back to it. You're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. <laughs>
Chains Collective. I felt like I was watching a dream I'd never wake up from. DIY clothing you can't get anywhere else. Now you have something to look forward to after you die. Information at flowerchains.us. finish the show um shout out to brad from sweet soul um check out their uh their latest record titled uh so far no further on uh new morality zine so like i said some straight up hardcore adjacent um style music just some fun summertime shit as stuff gets uh warm and as things um slowly start to open up um before we before we uh we're gonna finish the show, but before but before that, uh, we'll give you a quick thing of the playlist. You can always uh, check out the playlist on our, uh, you know, below in our description. If you're uh, listening to us on podcast, you can get the you can get the uh, get the uh, playlist in the description below. Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, and everywhere you get your podcasts. So download, give us a review, do whatever the fuck you want, honestly. Uh, so we played off of the latest Sweet Soul record. We played Digging Your Grave. Um, after that, um, another band from California um, called the Eulogy. Member members of uh, members of a lot of East and West Coast. So yeah, members of Throwdown, um, Mouthpiece, um, Madball, AF, and uh, people have, who have rotated through those bands. So. Uh, the eulogy put out their um, cover of Agent Orange's Bloodstains um, just at the beginning of April. Um, so it's their little twist on a on a very very important and classic um, song for all of alternative music, pretty much. From some new music from Intercourse, um, an even briefer history of a drowning boy off of their record. 
Rule 36. I meant like if you like noisy music and you like music that kind of like sounds like blast, check out uh check out Intercourse. Um then we have really uh just straight more punk than hardcore. Um some uh kind of mid-80s style hardcore uh with hedge with head cheese. Um they have a self-titled have self-titled record. Um we played Don't Care. Um it's uh just it's 12 songs really 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 fucking fast um under a minute hardcore songs uh check it check it out uh from british columbia uh cam loops i think cam loop yeah can't i've never never heard of this area uh fucking ever in my goddamn entire life so i'm not trying to do any canadian slander on this show but uh cam cam loops uh british columbia um after that um we played uh some music from loose chains um some straight up uh some straight up punk hardcore uh yeah from indonesia from indonesia with their uh demo 2021 um just two straight up uh really aggressive sounding uh punk hardcore songs with some not as shouty but growly vocals um and that's about it we're gonna get to our last song in a second but the last thing speaking of shows opening up we didn't talk much uh about uh we didn't get to the to uh to the face wreck shit from a couple weeks ago um did are you are you are you aware of 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 the Facebook post? No, not of the Facebook post. Cause well, I didn't it was see on, it was on Instagram. It's the same thing. The Instagram thing was on the face rec. The, fa- the thing on Facebook is the same thing as Instagram. So what's going on? You are you, you're so you are you, are you, are do you know what's going on or do you not know what's going on? I do not know what's going on. Really? Um, Okay. Is it the the All post right. on March? Okay, 25th? so March twenty fifth, we have a show coming up. Here is a reality of a true hardcore show. One, there's a chance if you show up and you and are not self aware or capable of properly defending yourself, you may get seriously or physically injured due to other people's dancing styles. Two, there will presumably be a handful of mentally unstable people in attendance in possession of firearms. Three, if you've been saying slanderous things about someone over the course of the past year, you'll surely be confronted and presumably at least be smacked. I think that was was point three. Okay, point four, if you, you will be in the presence of some people not wearing facial coverings. This may or may not result in symptoms ranging from mild cold to dying. Right. Okay. Five. Worst of all, you might potentially be exposed to feelings or opinions that may differ from yours, and that of your self-elect, and that of your hand-selected Twitter feed. This has a very slight chance of forcing critical thinking on your behalf. If any Ooh. of these possibilities sound like a bit sound a bit daunting and off or off-putting to you, it is in our professional opinion that hardcore may or may not be the ideal hobby or aesthetic that is right for you in the upcoming future 
Thank you for considering. Maybe see you there. Maybe see you never again. So we all know Face Wreck. If you haven't, they're, you know, heavy hardcore, not self-serious. This was like a week before April Fool's, so I thought it might be an April Fool's thing, but it's fucking not. Um, So... So I don't I I don't think so. He the singer has had some problematic takes in the past over the last couple years, and kind of some people could see it coming. Sometimes like people have uh, let it, uh, you know, blow over. And as the East Coast, we've kind of known that some of the heavier hardcore bands have tried to do shows in the past, or have tried to do them even like a few months or a month after the pandemic even started. So there's a lot of people in like East Coast hardcore that won't care. So I don't, I guess my question is, do you think even face rec will ever get actually truly canceled? <laughs> um, I think the better question is, is this actually a rave? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. No, I, I don't think they're ever gonna get canceled, to be honest. They they literally have to borderline I think they could even probably borderline some racial slurs and probably like the East if you were if you were in the Northwest, this band would just n- cease to fucking exist. Oh yeah. You would you get shoot up. Being where they are, um they they're it's believe that's it's Pennsylvania. I believe they're I believe Face Rec is PA, right? I think. Yeah. Um I no one and it's just like the mix of just like history of East Coast hardcore, New York hardcore. There's some op- there's definitely some opinions out there um that are that are fringe among the uh, the current like hardcore consensus of of just like overall what how people think and feel and um yeah it's just like with this is hardcore unfortunately this is hard like you can whether you agree with some of the people that organize this is hardcore it's it's a hard thing unless you we actually get together and have conversations of how to change things if things will ever get changed because just simply calling out some east coast hardcore dude and say fuck you the dude's just gonna be like, "Hey, fuck you right back!" Like, yeah. <laughs> like what? I don't know what the course of action for shit like this is. That you really got until unless they unless the unfortunately there isn't gonna be a change unless people actually like. I hate that it was a joke, but use some critical thinking. Use or be able to actually like approach in a way to have a meaningful dialogue with these people and if you're not they're just going to exist the way they're going to exist and you're not going to cancel them unless they really do some shady like predatory type stuff yeah for them just running their mouth it's just it's not gonna fucking happen whether you like it or not them just saying dumb shit on the internet is not going to get is not gonna it you could say fuck face wreck all day long. Also, one last thing 
when it kind of, kind of ties into East Coast and New York because we're going to play Kings Never Die from New York. So some New York style hardcore. Um, this new track definitely reminds me of some uh, some Madball uh, type stuff. Um, so shout out to Dan and King and uh, and the people and the dudes in uh, in that band uh, from Upstate Record uh, put out on Upstate Records. Uh, I believe this single came out right at the beginning of uh, not October, right at the beginning of March. Um, but to go with that, like the H two O shit, it feels like people completely forgot that the singer of H2O was like simping for cops around the time of the, of the, uh, you could send me proof to where if maybe he, he, maybe he, he like acknowledged that and said something, I didn't do my research, but it seemed like from what I saw from Twitter is people went from hating him for a month and a half straight and then not talking about him for like three months and then it's back to business as usual, talking about how cool H2O is or how like he, they love, you know, his fucking podcast. It just seems like if you're going to, why even fucking say it? If you're not going to fucking, if you're not going to commit to like having a meaningful dialogue and you're just going to fucking spin your wheels and just say, I never liked this band anyway, blah, blah, blah. Like, if you're going to be like, why even fucking say it? Because it doesn't seem like anybody gives a shit. One day, it's not until until two years later, another or a year later, the next fucking act of police brutality happens. And somebody says, remember when the singer of H2O did that? Have we all forgotten? Yeah, they all forgotten because nobody ever fucking brought it up again. Like, what do we do, Chris? Where do we go from here? I I don't know, man. Where do you go from here? It's, I don't. You don't answer my question with another question. Well, because, like, you you can't answer. I mean, you can, but but I I don't have the answer, you know? (laughs) I don't know, man. On that note, I don't have like I because the only things I could, I could uh, the I can only think of negative things, and I'm still straight edge. So nothing. I'm not going to, to 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 uh, endorse doing negative shit like that. So I think that's uh, anything before we play the last song. No, no. All right. Well, here's the new uh, newest track from uh, Kings Never Die off Upstate Records. Um, Pure Gold. Uh, we'll be back next week. Um, make sure to check us out on our Facebook, facebook.com slash Dead Air Hardcore Radio. We have a Facebook group, Dead Air Hardcore Radio group. We have our Instagram and Twitter, both at Dead Air NWCZ. And on our TikTok, DAHC. Two five three. If you don't like we that we have a TikTok, you can fuck off. We'll be back next week. Peace. Peace.